back like we never left. Oh, man. All right. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Music Maniacs with Side After Dark. We are Side After Dark out of Brooklyn, New York. I'm Dan Berg. I'm Sifa Graffiti. If you don't know, we're a band out of Brooklyn. We love music. We love talking about music. And that's why we started this podcast. Oh, yeah. Today, we we are. Oh, (laughs) we have a very extravagant, great, some may say, topic. Uh Uh-huh. And it is the greatest front men of all time. And that includes front women as well. We just want to say this. Talking about mankind. Exactly. (laughs) So a few ground rules before we really get into it. First of all, this is not going to be a ranked list. This is not going to be coming in at number 26. Correct. We're not doing that. All right. This is just a discussion between music heads about who we think is the best lead singers, best front people of all time. I know who I think is number one, Yeah. but I'm not going to say it until the very end. I'm going to keep that in my back pocket. So watch the whole thing if you want to see. I don't know if you have a pick for like a for sure number one. I don't necessarily have a number one. I definitely have people I'm going to mention, and I just want to make it known that we're talking about a front man who brings a great show, not necessarily a great band that has a leader, you know, because we have lots of people that are in front of bands that are amazing but we're talking about the show the people you want to see move and jump up and down and go crazy not necessarily a great voice yes that's true so yeah i guess we should give like a little like um we should say what are like qualities that we're looking for in a front person or whatever yeah um so yeah so you know there's this this thing about a front person it's like it's a lot of musicians on the stage, mm-hmm. but there's one person that everything is kind of being channeled through yeah. as far like for the crowd, right? Yeah, yeah. So for that reason, like I don't think really solo acts really count no, for this for right. what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really the biggest thing. I mean, it's just the as far as I'm concerned, there's a few things that make up like a great front person. Yeah. Um, one is just your voice. Yeah. Right. How good of a singer are you? How what's your range? What's your vocal power? Mm-hmm. Um, vocal power is a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The right? style of voice that you have, not whether you're able to hit high C. Exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah. Just mm-hmm. just the, the raw power of just like, oh, wow, that was awesome. Uh-huh. And also, this is not just rock music either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just Put talking about, yeah, just, if there's a band and there's a person in the front, is that person the fucking awesome person yep. You know that they should be? Um, what else? So I think vocal power, I mm-hmm. think just you know crowd control mm-hmm. like do, how do they are they able to get the crowd in the palm of their hand yeah and then i think just just like coolness factor yeah like do you want to watch this person like yeah. is this person entertaining to just look at yeah. you know what i mean yeah and i like a, a larger than life on stage personality you don't yeah. necessarily have to be all up in our faces when you're off stage or doing interviews right once you get on that stage I, we should like just only be focusing on you exactly. by default just because of the way you are as a front person exactly so i think all the people that we're going to talk about have some combination of all of those qualities mm-hmm. and uh, you know Obviously, it's a subjective thing who's best. We're just going to talk about people. We're probably going to miss some. We might have to do a part two if we miss enough people. Yeah. Um, but without further ado, let's talk about the greatest front men ever. So where do we even start? know i mean i put my i started my list all the way at the beginning i started with cab calloway cab calloway the legend oh yeah 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 yeah. that's a great place to start so cab calloway for y'all that don't know i mean when was he 
he was really big in like the 30s? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was like the the original front man. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're talking about this is big band, like back in the day, you know, and he just encapsulated the music in such a way with like his dancing and like his moves. Yep. And yep. again, in his voice, and the, a lot of the time he'd be singing not even with a microphone, right? Correct. And his correct. voice would just project yeah. over everything. Yeah, yeah. Over that huge ass bands, not too many amps or anything, but his voice was still going over. I love his movements. I love his side to side movement. I love watching him on video, but not just watching him on video. When they have still pictures of him, he yeah. looks like he's still moving. Yeah, you yeah, feel yeah. the energy. You see his hair, his cowlick is going side to side. I love it. I love the big arms. I love all the people that performed with Cab Calloway that made him a huge sensation. Mm-hmm. He's like the rock star of his day. So really? definitely have to get. Mentioned. He really was the first. I think as far as like a modern frontman, because this is like you know, as microphones and amplification is yep. still being like kind of you know worked on, worked on and figured out. Mm-hmm. I feel like he was the first person that's like. Yeah. Like just putting everything into like this. Watch me. I'm the show right now. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. So much so that even like he, they made those like cartoons out of his movements. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The old black and white cartoons. You yeah. know how they move just like him, right? So I just yeah. A little jitterbug move. I mean, they literally like capture his entire essence for these cartoons. And like mm-hmm. that's really saying something because a cartoon isn't necessarily like a musical vehicle. Mm-hmm. It's a very visual thing. Yeah. So to be able to just have that, that is so good of what you do that somebody at a completely different organization not related to you at all is like we need to put this down yeah on the 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 screen or whatever oh hell yeah that's pretty cool yeah yeah i feel like if he were to say something he would say he taught the world how to front man (laughs) yeah something like that um who who else should we talk about um i i don't know if if we're gonna be in order this whole time it's whatever comes to mind is what we're gonna talk about so you're being for all over the place kind of ride with Uh this podcast james brown I had him on the list. He was right after my cap. James Brown. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Okay. Soul brother number one. I mean, what can you not say about him as far as his his skills? Yeah. Yeah. This man knows how to do a ballad. He knows how to rock it out. He knows how to do a split. He knows how to charge you $5 if your music is off key. Yeah. He knows how to capture you. He started pretty much with his own moves. That's the other thing, too. It's like... When somebody creates moves, you're creating not only a sound, but you're creating motion. Right. You know, that's another great thing, too. I mean, how many people came down the line from some front men that we will mention that emulated James Brown and just told you straight up they wanted to be just like him. So right. definitely have to get mentioned. If you haven't heard about him, check him out. Yeah. And I think the thing with him also, if you haven't heard of him, <laughs> that took me a second. You guys have better you guys heard have of all heard of the James people Brown talking yeah. about. Uh, well, the thing with him, I also think about is like, because I mean, yeah, he does do, it's not all like, you know, high energy songs. He does do ballads and uh-huh. stuff. But like, I always look at like the high energy songs with like the horns and like the way that he danced and like he dances the way that the music makes me feel. Yeah. But I can't dance like that. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. that is why I always see him like, this is what a front person is. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? He uh-huh. just does it so great and again there's so many people in the band Mm -hmm. to be able to channel all of it yeah is really kind of impressive and have like all the band on the same page and like you were saying i mean if 
he would like if you're if you mess up a note he would like charge you like mm-hmm. he knows everything that's going on all at the same time yeah it's it's really impressive yeah yeah definitely a band leader and crowd control you know definitely yelling at the crowd the crowd coming back to you yeah, the, the band call response yeah the call and response with the band too as yeah. well as the crowd I mean definitely a big time leader so I don't feel like we're gonna get into you like oh James Brown was born in blah 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 no no no, 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 no. we don't we have we don't have time podcasts for that yeah, so yeah, yeah. we mentioned these people that's why I'm like you guys better know who we're talking about. I hope you guys know who James Brown <laughs> yeah. is. Um, I got well, actually, isn't he? Tech- he is a technically a solo act, though. No. Yeah, but oh, he so I guess whatever. Band. Yeah, we'll bring it. So if we're gonna do that, I'm gonna say Frank Sinatra. I'm gonna bring Frank Sinatra up as a frontman. Okay. Just because, again, we're talking about big bands here, mm-hmm. and like to have you know, you look at this footage and it's like 40, 50 people, mm-hmm. and there's just one guy in the front. Mm-hmm. And you can't take your eyes off him. Same with Billie Holiday. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like the the voice and the expression of it. You just feel it and you're just, you're just mesmerized by them. Definitely. Definitely. You know? mm-hmm. um, I also want to say a similar thing about Jim Morrison. Yes, he's right here. He he's actually right. came to the podcast here. because Yeah, he's hanging out with us in studio. He knew we were going to talk about him yeah. once we said frontman. Yeah, he's... Yeah. <laughs> so, obviously, he wasn't part of a big band. Right. He was part of a... A small band mm-hmm. called The Doors. Um, but the thing about him is like he... Their music was very strange. <laughs> strange days. Right? People are strange. People are strange. Uh-huh. And Jim was a little strange. And that's why he was the perfect like vessel yeah. for their music. Yeah. Because the thing about him is like... You never knew what the fuck he was going to do. Yeah. Like, he was a loose cannon. Yeah. You know what I mean? We talked about this before. Like, I don't know if I would have really wanted to have met him. No. Because no, no, no. he seemed like a really, like, just legitimately wild kind of guy mm-hmm. that you don't know what's going to happen. Like, I, I wouldn't want to be fist distance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of Jim Morrison. Very true. And I like the word you used, vessel. Because when you look at the band, you look at all four guys on stage, the other three, Ray, um, Robbie, and John, are pretty much introverts. Mm-hmm. You know, we have come across many drummers and bassists and lead guitarists that are pretty much the front men for their bands. Right. And these guys were not. But the music was telling you something that they weren't with their physical expression. Mm-hmm. And Jim was. Yeah, Jim picked it up. Jim mm-hmm. filled out the rest of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the thing that was really crazy about his, like, um, just like his general, like, stage presence. So there wasn't a lot of, like, jumping around and dancing with him. Mm-hmm. And like, everybody, how are you feeling tonight? Right. Everybody makes a note. That was not his thing at all. Right. He just had this like brooding, like this thing that it's like, it's so hard to describe. Like he could just stand there and not move at all. And it was still mesmerizing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which yeah. is, you can't teach that. Right. You just really can't. Right. Frontmanship is earned, not taught. Not given. <laughs> or um, taught. <laughs> I want to say Tina Turner. Tina Turner, for sure. For sure. I mean, we're talking about a lady that used to strut on stage. She's got a loud timbre of a voice. Definitely attracts a lot of attention. You want to hear and see who that is making those sounds. Um, She started out with Ike and Tina. And then when she went off in her own solo career, she definitely was still able to be a great attention getter on stage. Yeah. Constantly moving, you know, different moves with her girl dancers by herself. She does not lack any energy. And one thing that really is great about her is that she taught another front man how to put his frontmanship together, which is Mick Jagger. He taught her how to strut, how to walk, how to do the walk that he knows. When you look at both of them, when you watch Tina Turner on stage and you yeah. watch him, it's like they are doing the same thing. They're just different people. Yeah. The thing, well, that's, a, we'll talk about Mick more obviously later. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I think of Tina, the thing I, I think of most is just like 
power. Mm-hmm. Like she's just powerful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just in her voice and then also in her movements. It's yeah. just like, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's no, there's nothing half-assed about it. Yeah. Um, which I think is interesting because I don't really get that same thing from Mick. Yeah. But I do, obviously, like the moves, some of them, you know, or he, he know, pick, obviously picked up how to do this yeah. from her. But I just get more of like a feeling of power and like control from her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What I like about her style is that she wants you to be with her mm-hmm. in what she's feeling. She's not going to tell you how to feel right. or expect you to feel a certain way. Like if she's feeling joy, she's like, I just constantly see her hands in a way. She's like, come on with me. Give it to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? So right. I like that style as opposed to like we were just talking about Jim where he's not, he doesn't care how you feel no. in the crowd. Like, you know, you're either there or you're not. So they all have different styles, these front people. So I'm glad we're going through all these different people. Yeah, and there's so many to go through. And again, we're definitely going to miss people. You know, leave a comment if there's somebody that you really think that we should have got to that we forgot to. And maybe we can do a part two at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess we should keep going. Um, who else? I'm trying to think chronologically where we're at. Right. I mean, we did. We, we started with Cab. Yeah. We did. We talked about Billie Holiday. We talked about Frank. Sinatra. Yeah, we're moving down the line. Right? I guess we should talk about Elvis. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, even though he, I, I, again, he, I for sure think of as a solo act. I don't really think of him so much as a front person because right. I really think of it as it's just him. Yeah. But obviously he was a great front person because, I mean, the whole the hip shaking and yeah. the, all the shit, like he definitely set the standard of like, if you're like a lead singer in like a rock band, like you got to have certain kind of energy. Yeah. And he obviously was one of the first people to really bring that to a, a huge level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And definitely knew how to get attention. Just like certain uh, movements of his face, his eyes, and not just the body. And what he says to the crowd, he's another one too, mm-hmm. that really engages with the crowd as well. I keep talking about these people like they're alive. Um, <laughs> but, and yeah. They're he, not. He can be. <laughs> Elvis is in, is in Jamaica right now. That's I don't know right. if y'all knew that. That's right. Yeah. Um, and he had the same two guys behind him for a while, so we can kind of say that's yeah, true. That was his band. Um, Jerry well, Lee. Jerry Lee for sure. For sure. Well, he played the piano like a fucking madman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like he's like a to me he's a, a Cab Calloway. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Mm-hmm. And I think there's another there's another interesting scale of like being able to be the front person while also playing an instrument mm-hmm. because that's it's just a different like position that your body has to be in. You can't. You can't do certain things. You have to be, you know, at a certain place with your body and like mm-hmm. your movements. Mm-hmm. Um, and that makes me think about Chuck Berry. Yeah. Because Chuck Berry, for all, y'all that don't know, I mean, he invented like every guitar move. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah. Except for like the windmill, which was like Pete Townsend from The Who. We'll talk about um, probably the singer of The Who later. Definitely. Um, but no, Chuck Berry, I mean, he set the standard of so i think more than elvis actually now that i think about it oh yeah yeah because he was playing he's playing the guitar he's doing the the duck walk he's doing you can just tell just from that nobody's swinging their hips like elvis at their guitar right now but people are still duck walking yeah yeah, yeah. and holding a torch for that well and it's just really again it's just the control of like the instrument while you're singing Mm -hmm. and it's just like the all the all eyes on you aspect of his performance yeah it's like if he's on stage, you gotta be looking at this guy. Like, Definitely. shout out to the drummer, shout out to the bass player, or whatever. But it's like, look at this fucking guy. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially at the time, it's like nobody had ever seen anything like that before. Not at all. Not at all. And I said it before. Like, I tried to learn the beginning, the intro to Johnny Be Good, and the amount of things he's done on his guitar just for the intro. I was like, this right. guy is crazy. And he's doing that all while he's doing these dance moves. Yeah, and exactly. then he gets into singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he's a legend. You gotta love it. You gotta love the way he set up the music, and it suits 
the music starts to drop, he starts to sway. It's like he knows exactly how you're going to feel as right. his audience member. And that's right. a super thing. Little Richard? Little, of course. Of course. He, his energy is still contagious. I oh, still yeah. watch videos of him like, this guy was fucking so ahead of the time. Uh-huh. You know, he's another guy that plays the piano wild. Yep, yep, yep. You got to have that certain amount of flair if you want to front something. And Little Richard was definitely it. Um, all of his songs were rock songs. And he was definitely a pioneer for that sound. Man, I just love thinking about him moving. Imagine the piano has you so fevered that you have to like get up and move and you have yeah, to like yeah, get yeah. everybody to move you know that's usually not what you see with a piano player elton oh you know <laughs> <laughs> sorry that's the throwback to our last podcast <laughs> yeah and it's like we can mention the pocket that these guys are in but at the same time it's like i want to mention johnny cash but i won't in a way because it's like Yes, he's an amazing artist, and we love Johnny Cash just yeah. as much as we love any of the pioneers. But it's like because you're not necessarily you're going there to hear Johnny, you're not necessarily going there to, to watch see. Johnny move. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? And he's another one that like I know that he played with people, mm -hmm. but when I think of Johnny Cash, I don't think of a band. Right. I think of him by himself. Yeah. Writing the songs, singing the songs, playing the songs. Mm -hmm. So I don't really think of him in my head as a front person. Right. Okay. Somebody else, I should say, I don't really think of him as a front person. I think a lot of our viewers are probably going to give me shit for this. This man over here, Frank Zappa. <laughs> I love Frank Zappa. Right. I don't really think of him as like a front man. I think of him as a lot more than that, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, A great composer. Like, he, did, yeah. he belongs there. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, he was at the front of the stage, mm -hmm. but like, it's not, you know, he had other people singing for him. He didn't really need to hog the spotlight. And mm -hmm. I'm not saying that all of the front people are hogging the spotlight, right. but he had no problem stepping back, letting his, his musicians that he brought in that he knew could do it, mm -hmm. letting them go. Yeah. So I don't really just, I just don't think of him as like in that category of like what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta be you a little bit I mean? selfish to be the front man. Just a little bit. Care more about you, Frank. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to say that cause obviously we love Frank, but mm -hmm. I, I just don't really think of him in like this, yeah. these, these kind of terms, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. um, going down the line. Um, Roger Daltrey, from the Who, Roger Daltrey from the Who, yeah. Just for the microphone alone. The mic twirl? Who does oh, that? I love that, yeah. How, what was the practice like? How many times did he hit himself? You know he didn't care. He's a tough guy. But wow, just for the microphone alone, forget the voice, forget yeah. all the hair, forget the Who themselves and how they were all crazy. It's that. Well, that's the thing is he, again, so it's all about channeling who was playing the music with you. Mm -hmm. And he did a great job of that because... Yeah. He his it's funny because he's a pretty small guy. Yes, but he's clearly a scrappy guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Like you were saying, he's not afraid to fight, and he's not afraid to kind of like he has that aggressive energy. Mm -hmm. And the music of the Who is so aggressive, and especially yeah. so aggressive at the time yeah. that he's kind of the perfect person to project that out. Oh yeah, and of course he has a super strong, powerful voice. Yes, like yeah. when it's obviously shout out to Pete Townsend. Um, who did sing some guitar, some, I almost said he sang some guitars on The Who. He did make some guitars sing, okay? But that's not what I meant. He did sing some songs for The Who. Yeah. And you know, he can sing pretty well, but when you hear Roger come in after, it's like, his voice is just so much more powerful. It's just crazy. Yeah, like Pete could never do that shit. Right. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. So shout out to Roger Daltrey for that. Mm -hmm. um, let's go to Mick. Yeah. One of, for sure, I've, again, we're not, I'm not, making a numbered list mm -hmm. but mick is clearly in the top 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 tier yeah of these front people oh yeah oh yeah because this is the thing so obviously the stones are a great band mm -hmm. and he is so entertaining by himself uh -huh. but the thing that's so interesting about him is like he does shit like the little the moves that he does 
for most people, it would not be cool. Right. Like, like, yeah. Like, I see, look how lame it was when I just tried to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, most people, if they try to do a Mick Jagger move, it's like, you don't have it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But Mick, it doesn't matter what, he could do the goofiest shit, and it's so cool. Yeah. He could just be twirling in circles. Yeah. Doing that little strut that he does. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. His wording in his music, the little, uh, things that he comes up with, uh, how he phrases his words. That's always amazing. Um, I just think Mick is great as a front man. Yeah. And again, that's another thing that we're saying. It's like, it's not necessarily how classically good you are as a singer. He's not an opera singer, Mm -mm. but the way that he sings, there's Mm -hmm. so much personality in the vocals Mm -hmm. that you can't, like, you know that it's him. Mm -hmm. There's, it couldn't possibly be anyone else. Anyone else. That's very true too. Yeah. He should definitely, we should do a greatest voices, uh, podcast and some of those people that we just mentioned as front men will definitely be you know will yeah, come yeah, again yeah. as great voices but yeah, yeah he's definitely one of them he definitely speaking of voices he listens to the little voice in his head that you tell no he he's he, like he listens to that one let me hear this out <laughs> i think there might be something here that's that's hilarious mm-hmm. yeah that's definitely true shout out to mick the legend still going still going still fucking going it's crazy um okay so moving down the line who else we're talking about we're in the 60s still we're in the 60s um i i want to let me look at my list because uh, i was gonna say oh someone's using notes <laughs> <laughs> we have any other 60s people on your list or i no? don't have any. i had cap yeah no no we mentioned the same people rick i mean sorry little richard tina james cab um no because all these people are 70s not john lennon not paul mccartney <laughs> i'm just kidding they're fine <laughs> Uh, but I don't really think of them really, as, I guess because they're co-front people, mm-hmm. so I don't really think of them really either on this list, either of them, even though they're both great, they're both great singers, they're both great songwriters, Yeah. I just don't think of it just because they kind of share it. I don't yeah. really think of them in the same kind of vein, you yeah. know what I mean? and I feel like people went to see, in the beginning, all the girls went to see them because they felt they were cute and they were a boy band, and then people went to see them to hear them and can't wait to hear them live, but I don't, people didn't go to see what john and paul were gonna do physically like that maybe that's true that's you want to hear what they're gonna um improvise with but not and like what like move that. is it are they gonna yeah, do? N- yeah i don't think about moves when i think about paul mccartney and john lennon that's at a good all point. that's a good point maybe that's why subconsciously i didn't really mm-hmm. think about adding them on there mm-hmm. but um who else i feel like I'm, we're definitely missing 60s people oh well hendrix oh yeah <laughs> I mean, is he even really that good? I don't He's even know. He's not that great. Well, he, did he have a band? <laughs> this is the thing. This is the other thing that I think is interesting about him. He is one of the greatest front men, but not for his singing. Mm-mm. You know, like his sing, like he gets the job done when it's singing. Nobody yeah. talks about him as really a fantastic singer. Right. And he does have personality in his voice for sure. Mm-hmm. But he's not known for that. Right. What he's known for is playing the guitar in ways that nobody would ever think to do and being so, like, so showboaty. Yeah. And so, like, calm about it, though, at the same time. Like, it never even seemed like that he was trying that hard, Mm -hmm. even though he clearly was. I mean, he was the one playing guitar behind his back, Mm -hmm. playing it with his tongue, you know, all that shit. Lighting the guitar on fire. Yeah, getting the guitars pregnant. Getting guitars (laughs) pregnant. Yeah, I mean, like, literally just the idea of, like, I'm gonna light my fucking instrument on fire to end my set. Like, that is crazy... That's crazy entertainment value. That yeah. that is some frontman type shit. Yeah, just to think of that, you mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's like pinnacle frontman. Yeah. So huge shout out to Jimi Hendrix, obviously. Oh yeah. Um, who else do we love from the '60s? There's somebody up here that I'm not going to mention yet because they're my pick for number one. Um, okay. But um, 
I'll, I'll leave that for the end. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 60s, I, I, I'm drawing a blank, but uh, 60s people, give us some more front men. Oh, my God. Robert Janice, Plant. Janice, well, oh, I was going to put more them more in the 70s. Okay. But I was going to say Janice Joplin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah. a good front woman. Yeah, Janice Joplin, because... She had like a voice. It's like you knew she went through a lot of shit. Like it's one of those things. It's like you look at her and then you hear the voice and you're like, "How is this voice coming out of this person?" Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's crazy. And you look at the videos and she's she's really into it. You yeah. know, you could tell that she's letting the music flow through her. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. She's like a poster child for uh, teenage anti-parentism. <laughs> <laughs> that was her life. <laughs> Yeah, but again, we, we're not going to go too into the backstories. We don't have enough time on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. You can definitely hear that. Um, she's, some pers- she's somebody that I wouldn't necessarily go to uh, see do any moves, but I want to see her on stage because I know it's going to be wild. I want to see her facial expressions. Yeah. I want to see just like her emotion as she's singing these songs. Yeah. You know? um, I'm literally thinking like, who is, who is everyone that was at Woodstock? Yeah. <laughs> like going through 60s people. Um, we already talked about Roger. We already talked about, well, Jim, they, the doors weren't at Woodstock. Mm-mm. Whatever. Let's just keep going. And if somebody comes up, like I said, this is not supposed to be a comprehensive all time list. Yeah. And um, yeah. And we know about other bands. Like we know who the mamas and the papas are. We know yeah. who the beach boys are. We know yeah. them. Then they are all great, but we're yeah. talking about the show. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Okay. So we'll talk about Robert Plant. All right. Why not? Again, he, the thing about, and the th- this is the thing about, zeppelin also that is so crazy is that all these parts coming together to form this sound Mm -hmm. and he is the perfect vessel for the sound Mm -hmm. because it's like you have the greatest drummer of all time Mm -hmm. because he's john bonham is like his his power is crazy Mm -hmm. you have john paul jones who is crazy on all instruments you have Mm -hmm. jimmy page super powerful guitar player and then you have this long blonde haired open shirt man in the front just letting it all just come out through him and his voice he has such great range mm-hmm. and such power in his voice yeah. that it's like he is the perfect person to project the heaviness that the rest of the band was playing with yeah you yeah know? with a touch of vulnerability which is great mm-hmm. um you go of course because robert plant is a good looking guy but you go for the show because Zeppelin pretty much started out as a jam band and they're going to do something different every single show. Every different live I hear for the same song is different for Zeppelin. Right, right, right. And that's always a good thing. And uh, Robert also influenced me in terms of like saying little things between songs and stuff like that when I'm performing live. I definitely picked up on that. And he's influenced so many other people. That's another thing that makes him such a great front man. He'll take it wild, but then he'll also tell you that, you know, he's crying inside. (laughs) I think this is a song of hope. <laughs> um, yeah, so Robert, obviously, all-time all top mm-hmm. top singer, top front person. And he's one, I mean, his voice, I think his voice would do it by itself, even if he didn't have, like, the moves. Yeah. Because his voice was so strong. Yeah. He really hits, you know, we were talking about before, there's, like, criteria. He hits the voice and the entertainment factor yeah. really hard. Yeah. Who, who, who should we talk about? They're, oh, man, 70s. I like Alex Harvey. Um, this is a, uh, one that's not too mainstream, yeah. but a great frontman for spook factor. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's the type of person that's going to creep you out at the show. I've heard some of his lives and it's just like, if you can be in awe listening to somebody, then that's a great storyteller and frontman. And I feel like Alice Harvey 
of the Alex Harvey sensation, what the sensational Alex, Alex Harvey, Harvey band. band. Yeah. Hits the nail on the head in terms of like front people. Oh, okay. I just thought of what talking about just like, well, I wouldn't say he was a creep, but I definitely would say that if you saw him back in the day, you'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Iggy pop. Oh yeah. I mean, this guy would literally be like cutting himself on stage and like smearing peanut butter in his wounds and shit. Yeah. Like just the craziest shit. Like him and Gigi Allen are got to be like the craziest motherfuckers that have ever been on a stage. I can't believe that Iggy Pop is still alive. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. Mm-hmm. The things that this guy did. And he's, he's like the father of punk rock, they call him or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, it's just the energy. I just, it doesn't make it like he was doing, he might've been one of the first person to like stage dive and shit. Maybe. Right. Cause he just like. I'm just going to launch myself into the fucking crowd. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like that wasn't planned. You just, ah, you know what I mean? But I don't know. He was just, he was super influential for a lot of like harder rock music. Oh yeah. And just being of like, this is crazy. Like to come to the show and be like, I'm going to see some crazy shit tonight. Oh yeah. Oh, you yeah. know? Mike's going to get some blood on you. Mike gets some blood, but it's, it's Iggy's blood. So it's okay. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Shout out to Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> And then speaking of blood, we might as well take it to Ozzy, right? Get some oh, blood on you. <laughs> Ozzy's a perfect example of well, being a little creepy, uh-huh. yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. But of also, we're talking about you're talking about Black Sabbath. Yeah, he's the perfect front person for Black Sabbath because oh, yeah. their music is very scary, mm-hmm. and there's something about his voice that's a little scary and a little creepy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also, nobody sounds like him. Nobody sounds like him, and you're definitely going to see him. You want to see what he says, what he does. You want to see him bite he the moves. head off a bat, exactly. And he's probably the only person whose show I could say I'm going to where I would say. I'm scared. Like, you know? Yeah. He might, I'd be like, he might cast a spell on me. Like, I can't be too close. I don't want to be in the crossfire. You know, Ozzy, yeah. I mean, yeah, I hope everybody knows who Ozzy Osbourne is. What a fucking crazy guy. Oh, yeah. Um, But shout out to Ozzy, the legend. Mm-hmm. Um, There's just so many people. I know we're going to forget a lot of people. Yeah. Um, While we're in the 70s, I'm going to go for Rick James. Shout out. I always think of him more 80s, but yeah, he started 70s, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Started 70s, right around when Motown was going down. <laughs> Rick brought it back up. What does Rick not do? Rick James is fucking amazing. Amazing. He, I mean, if I had a numbered list, he would definitely be battling somebody for number one, if not number one. But there's nothing Rick can't do. There's not an instrument he can't play. There's mm-hmm. not a vocal note he can't hit. Mm-hmm. You know, and then just style um personality <laughs> wild yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, 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 um yeah. a little bit of a trendsetter i mean who wears a bang with braids a, a yeah a bang of braid wait a braided bang there you go braided ba- braids in oh, a bang yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who does that only rick um yeah i mean what what does rick not do that's why he's like supreme yeah i mean he can he like you said he can play all the instruments he can hit all the notes he can he could be so entertaining oh yeah oh, yeah. yeah he he's definitely up there for sure 100 mm-hmm. percent um thinking of motown let me shout out diana ross a little bit yeah just because we, we did a podcast on the supremes and she she's just so she just seems so like fun and like cute and mm-hmm. it just made it i feel like 
her and this they did say this that her voice made them more like accessible yeah to just like a huge audience because there's yeah. something about it that just so she just sounded so like sweet and like cute and innocent mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah that a lot of people really connected with i think yeah I, I think her ability to get down is is also another thing that makes her mm-hmm. a good front person one she's very captivating she's long and she's thin her eyes are huge and yeah. she's always doing these things with her hands and she knows you're gonna look at her this you know elegance yeah, 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 yeah you yeah. know but at the same time you'll watch her like whine her way and get all boogie down with like um michael jackson or anybody true and that's a cool thing about her you can do a little mention for eddie kendricks and david ruffin too even though you know temptations temptations were not necessarily a huge band but we see you yeah i mean well obviously they were huge but not as like a front because yeah. it's all five of them yeah so it's like i don't really see right they're like taking the turns person. one comes to the front yeah. then they do the spin and then one goes to the back yeah. yeah it's a little different but i just feel like i mean we all know david ruffin would like us to be talking about him <laughs> <laughs> but it's all it's all of them it's not just one uh-huh. um yeah so obviously i mean there's so many people smoky robinson yeah you know yeah uh, there's just so many people from there's just so many people to talk about it's oh, yeah. honestly kind of overwhelming well we're in the 70s so um we can do van halen i mean that's the 70s so we can do david lee we should do van halen we should do david lee roth uh-huh. so we just did a, a van halen podcast not too long ago so check that out if you want to hear us talk more about him but again he's a guy he's not an opera singer Mm-mm. he's not classically trained the greatest singer of all time but yeah. what he is is just crazy showman and the split kicks yep. the jumping off the jump the yep. drums the way that he just would move you just can't take your eyes off him. Right. And just like in the notes that he does, it's like, ah, like the, the screams. It's yeah. just like, nobody did shit like that. Right. And it's, again, it's so much personality. Yeah. It's really, you know, as we talk about it more, I realize being a great front person is really more about just having your own personality mm-hmm. and being and projecting the band's personality mm-hmm. than it is about being a great singer. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And David was the king of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm definitely going to mention one person. I'm going to book and him a little bit with other people. I'm going to mention George Clinton mm. from Parliament. Parliament. Um, growing up, I wasn't necessarily into that sound. My mom wasn't really a seventies music kind of person. Mm. So, but I definitely remember seeing him, um, and definitely seeing him sampled and stuff like that. And I'm like, wow, this yeah. guy's wild. You know, yeah, you yeah, come yeah. on stage with a diaper. Had, like the rainbow hair. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. that's like the craziest thing ever. But along with him are other bands, like let's say Philip Bailey from Earth, Wind and Fire, where it's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to hear him sing. And I do want to stand up and watch him sing because I want to see yeah. him hit those high notes. So a great leader for a band, but not necessarily with a big show. Right. So, yeah, I want to mention those uh, two guys together just because I don't really listen to Parliament and because I love Philip Bailey. Thinking of, because you brought up George Clinton, this made me think of somebody that did a, an album with him, um, Anthony Kiedis uh-huh. from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, mm-hmm. definitely one of the greatest front people, Oh yeah, because their music is wild, and he was equally as wild, especially back in the day when he was still on drugs, uh-huh. the fucking way that he would just bounce around, the st- he was literally just like, it looks like, um, he was just like, um... It was almost like a snow globe. You shake it up and yeah. you just see the things go all... It's like, that's him. He was just all over the place. He's jumping up and down. And it's like, he couldn't even sing at all until yeah. like 10 years into the Chili Peppers. Like, yeah. he was he was basically rapping yeah. for most of the time. And just, I didn't even know what the fuck he was saying. Yeah. You don't need to know what he was saying because you knew that the energy was there. Oh, yeah. And that's what it was about. Yeah. And I mean, he's still doing it. Yeah. 
while we're here in this pocket, I'm going to jump back and forth. Fred Durst. I didn't even really like Limbisky <laughs> growing oh, up, wow. but that's a front man. You do want to go to see him probably destroy the crowd. Um, I was True. listening to Classic Rock, and they said that somebody said that they just saw Limbiscuit and he tore they tore the house down. Like Fred Durst, that's interesting. Still knows how to control a crowd. Yeah, you know, there's some history there. Go check it out in terms of crowds and Fred Durst. But um, yeah, a, a great front man, I would say, a good one. Well, thinking about. You know, history with frontman and crowds and things going wrong and things <laughs> happening. I want to talk about a man named Axl Rose. Oh. <laughs> for sure. One of the greatest for many, many reasons. Mm-hmm. His voice is, it doesn't make sense. Like, it literally doesn't even make sense that mm-hmm. he can, first of all, the range. Yeah. I mean, we've said this, we said this when we did a Guns N' Roses podcast. There's been songs where I literally thought it was multiple different people on the song. <laughs> And it's just all of Axel's multiple personalities, I guess, coming exactly. out. But he can, he is, his range is crazy. And that scream, nobody could scream like that with the power. No. With no, that no, he had no. at the same time. Yeah. It was fucking insane. And then, yeah, obviously Guns N' Roses was like a very dangerous band. <laughs> and he was a dangerous person. Yeah. You know, yeah. he was another guy. I'm like, I wouldn't really want to be around him. Like, he might just swing on me. He might start a riot at one of the shows. You don't know what this fucking guy is going to do. Exactly. And that's why he was, per- even though, he, you know, his ego kind of ended up tearing the band apart a little bit, mm-hmm. that is why he was perfect for that band because they were such a dangerous, like, gritty band. Yeah. And he was legitimately a fucking wild, dangerous guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, he was the real deal. And in terms of style, too, it's just like he wears the wildest things on stage. And he started a trend of so many young boys dressing like that, that by mm. the time he came, they came to do, like, reunion tours and stuff like that. I would be like, why is he wearing all of this? And I'm like, wait a minute. He started that shit. That's yeah. his shit. That's still his shit. Uh-huh. And other people are still doing it, whatever, yeah. 30 years later. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he's, he's an absolute legend. Yeah. Um, all right. Who else? There's so many. I got Ian Curtis. <laughs> Ian Joy Curtis, Division. Joy Division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's another one that you. he's not. Hmm, how do I want to say this? Like, his moves are not like a typical front person move. Right. And he would never talk to the crowd Hello, Manchester. How you feeling out there? Mm-hmm. That is not what he did mm-hmm. at all. He was just this creepy, brooding presence, very similar to a, a Jim Morrison, yeah, but obviously in a different way. Yeah. And then he had his like weird dance moves mm-hmm. where you knew and you just see the look in his eyes and you know that all he's doing is just literally completely losing himself to the music. Oh, yeah. There's no him yeah. while he's doing it. And there, quite influential, you know? too. I watched the REM video and I watched Michael dancing around and he was dancing just like Ian Curtis. And I yeah. was like, holy shit. Yeah. They passed it down. Well, I feel like Joy Division is kind of like... Joy Division is like your favorite band's favorite band, right? Yeah. Because a lot of people... Because Joy Division was only around for like 18 months Mm -hmm. in like 1979. Mm -hmm. Like it's such a small amount of time that they were actually around. Yeah. That they never got to be, you know, huge, giant, worldwide known band like they definitely would have been. But everybody that knows Joy Division fucking loves Joy Division. Right. Right? Right. Yeah. But... We did a podcast on them, too. Check it out. Um, oh, my God. There's so many. Let's talk about Johnny Rotten. Okay. Yeah. Talking about punk rock. Oh, yeah. You know, punk rock at the time, it was so it was all anti-establishment. It wanted to be scary. It wanted to be a fuck you to the way that things were done. Mm-hmm. And he was the perfect way to do that because he was another guy that was, like, scary. I'm just like, oh, God. The yeah. way that he would, like, apparently he had, like, some kind of back issue that made him, like, lean over the way that he did. Really? Yeah, he had some kind of, like, scoliosis shit. Was he related he, to ogres or something or trolls? I mean, he would literally he definitely, be, yeah, yeah. Right in your face with those eyes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The snarl and everything. He wants to make sure you all get it. 
like he'll even look around at you all too like while he's finishing his word exactly Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so gotta shout him out Mm -hmm. um i want to shout out debbie harry yeah from blondie Mm -hmm. um again a very very like she had her own style for sure and Mm -hmm. i think that is a lot of what drew people to that band yeah as well as, you know, her just being a good front woman for the band because mm-hmm. she had a very distinct style and she was always just kind of like doing her own thing. Yeah. And it didn't, again, it doesn't really sound like anybody else. Like you still hear certain Blondie songs. You're like, this is a fucking all time yeah. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. So I had to shout her out as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, who else? Who else? Uh, David Burns, since we're over there, since we're downtown at CBGB. Yeah. <laughs> Hanging out downtown Manhattan. Uh, shout out to David Byrne, Talking Heads. Mm-hmm. Another guy, kind of a fucking weirdo. Yes, yeah. But it's perfect for Talking Heads music because Talking Heads were all in so many different kinds of styles mm-hmm. and doing so many different kind of things that you had to have a really dynamic front person to be able to capture everything that they were trying to do musically yeah and he was that guy he's that dude yeah a great visionary a great artist at the same time too definitely made his music into art and only only david byrne would say hey guys next time we get on stage we're all gonna run in place to the beat of this music everybody everybody bass backups (laughs) yeah that is so true Shout out to David Byrne, uh-huh. legend. Uh-huh. Legendary creative force. Oh, yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. yeah, he does Broadway plays now. Yeah, like, yeah, It's yeah. not even just rock band. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. what a what a legend. Um, we got to mention Prince. Oh, my God, we got to mention Prince. Uh-huh. And that's funny. Well, I guess technically it was Prince and the Revolution, but it was always Prince. Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah. he was just so, he was, every instrument and this the charisma uh-huh. and just the look. Yeah. You know, he was so ahead of the time. And you just want you just can't take your eyes off him. Correct, correct. Like it doesn't matter what he's doing on the stage. It's like that is the guy. Yeah. And he comes in and just his his charisma is just off the charts. Mm -hmm. I remember hearing a story. This is doesn't even have anything to do with music. I remember uh, Shaquille O'Neal telling a story. They were in Minneapolis for the All Star Weekend. Okay. You know we're talking about Shaq, like the biggest, most famous athlete. You know, walking to the club, everybody's looking at him, everybody's partying with him, and then at one point, like he realized that everybody had kind of left where he was and nobody was partying with him anymore. And he was like, what the fuck is going on? And somebody was like, oh, Prince is here. And he's like, oh, okay. And we're talking, Prince is like 5'2". Yep. And we're talking about like 7'3 Shaq. And he's just like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. I mean, yeah. it's fucking Prince. Like, yeah, what are you yeah. going to do? Yeah. You know? He's another one. What can Prince not do? He, Seriously. You know, all the instruments, all the notes, the style on stage, you know, you're either with him or you're not. But he yeah. knows you're with him. Yeah. you know that's, he's got that confidence exactly yeah. he just has that whatever it is he just has it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i know that's like a cliche thing to say but it's really true <laughs> it's really true oh, yeah. um who else who else should we go to uh bob marley bob marley for sure uh-huh not only for his voice which is amazing yeah. but it's something that we talked about okay sorry this is just becoming promo for all our other podcasts <laughs> in our bob marley podcast you had said something that i never really thought about but you said it at the time. It's like the way that he danced, it didn't even necessarily have to do with the beat. Right. Like he was just going crazy. Yeah. And like whatever way that his body wanted to move at the time right. is what he was going to do. Yeah. And that made it his own. And that made the show, you know. Absolutely. Because all the other instrumentalists and um, the I3s, the three ladies that used to sing with him, they are doing their own movement. And the instrumentalists are pretty much intro- introverts as well, mm-hmm. you know. So Bob's got the hair and somebody who's not big in stature as well, mm-hmm. you know, but just makes all eyes come on to him. Right. Mm-hmm. That's definitely true. That's definitely true. And again, I mean, he that's 
the thing, you know, there's, we talk about these criteria. He hits like all of those criteria because he can keep the cr- the crowd with him. Mm-hmm. He has an amazing voice, yeah. really distinctive voice. He can hit amazing notes. Yeah. And then, yeah, just the energy. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's obviously one of the best and that's why yes. he's one of the most famous musicians that's ever lived. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're like 70s, 80s. We went, we did some 90s. Um, there's so many bands in the 90s. There's so many people that fronted bands in the 90s, and that's all great. Um, you definitely went to see the band do the show. Yeah. So um, uh, people like, let's say, Nirvana. Um, Nirvana's a great band. I don't necessarily but, feel yeah. like Kurt is one of the greatest frontmen I've ever seen. Um, I agree with that. I was yeah. going to say that too. Yeah. yeah. I love to look at James Hetfield. Um, uh, I think he's a great front man. I think he's a great front man. I don't know if I would put him. I don't know. I don't know if I would put him in my top 10 because he's not doing a whole huge show. But when he stands there with his huge body, you know, it's like, how dare you? And he came by and I'm still face. insulting him. Right. He came all the way over here. Yeah. I don't know. I, I might I'm might. on the fence. On that one. Yeah. Yeah. I got to think about that more because, yes, do you go to look at James and see what he's going to do and say yes? Well, I'm going to I'm going to for sure say him just for the reason of he is the perfect person for what Metallica does. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Metallica has this heavy music and he has that heaviness to his voice. Yeah. But also the vulnerability. Mm hmm. And for that reason alone, I'm going to put him on the list. Yeah. And he has a way, you know, I haven't seen Metallica, unfortunately, yet. Um, but I've always heard that Metallica has a way of connecting with every single person yeah. in the crowd, even yeah. if you're talking about stadiums, mm-hmm. 80,000, 100,000 people. And that's, mo- I think that's mostly because of James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely a thinker because he wasn't on my list, but he just happened to come up in my mind. And yeah, you got to be a great front man to hold down about 40,000, hundreds of thousands of people, right? And keep their eyes on you. So yes, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Him, absolutely. Uh-huh. Um, I want to give a shout out to Lane Staley mm-hmm. from Alice in Chains. He's another guy. I mean, he could just stand there in sunglasses, not moving at all. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like his voice was so good and he just projected so well that it's like, you're not going to look away from him. Correct. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Rest, rest in peace to Lane Staley. Yeah. Um, um, we're, we're kind of in the eighties. Not Bono. <laughs> it was, <Just> yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I like... I like uh, Bono's music. I, back yeah. in the day when I was a kid, I liked a lot of U2. I'm not necessarily... I'm going to see U2. Right. But it I'm is, not going to see Bono. Right. Well, yeah. I got to see him. I got to see what he does now. Because basically what he does on stage, he can kind of emulate that in an interview mm-hmm. sometimes, you know. Yeah. But obviously very talented. And definitely one of the people that belong in the Hall of Fame or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah Of yeah. some sorts. If they had one of those things. If they did. If they did. And if it was in Cleveland. <laughs> um, okay, so... Shit, now I'm drawing a blank. I know there's more people. And I, I still haven't talked about my number one. I want to leave that. Okay, because I've got some some wild card mentions here. Since we're in the 80s, I'm mentioning MC Hammer. Whoa, <laughs> wild. That is a wild card. It is a wild card, but it's like, please, Hammer, don't hurt us. Like, you know. <laughs> That's so funny. He did everything but play the instrument, you know, yeah. but he had the whole band back there with him. And in the the... Certain stages, I was just like, what the hell is this? You know, but you can't not watch Hammer. You not, yeah. you know, you don't take your eyes off of him and stuff. And just being kind of like a trendsetter. And then also being the real deal. He's another person who, like, it's not all about glitz and glamour. You yeah. know, he 
came up from the ashes and stuff and brought himself up and put himself right on stage, helped all his people. And Hammer is definitely one of them. One of the greatest yeah. front men, I feel like. Shout out to MC Hammer. <laughs> uh, I wasn't expecting you to say that, so that's good, though. Who, who, what, are, what are some of your other wild cards? My other wild card is Bobby Brown. Bobby okay. Brown is another yeah. wild card because it's like he was actually coined the bad boy of R&B. Yeah. And he set it a whole nother trend of R&B styles. R&B was pretty much David Ruffin, mm-hmm. where it's like you wore suits or you were like an Isley brother, where it's right. like all sex appeal with your right. chest hanging out. But Bobby Brown took it. It was like an R. It's like a a, a street guy, like uh-huh. kind of like, quote unquote, a thug came on stage and sang a ballad and did a whole bunch of dance moves and crazy pumping motions and stuff like that. They He was on stage the other day because he's still performing with New Edition. And there's a set choreography to one of his songs called Every Little Step. And the dancers are back there doing it. And he was about to do it. And then he stands there and he's like, nah. He's like, and everybody just starts clapping. I'm like, he already proved that That's he so can funny. do it. All yeah, right? you guys are, if he wanted to do it, you know that he could do it. Exactly. That's so funny. Yeah, two wild cards for you. Yeah. Um. Wow, why am I blanking now? I feel like there's so many. Females, I mean, I can come down to the 90s. I really love Karen O as... Oh, yeah, shout out to the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Karen O is a great front woman. So there's a lot that she does on stage. You definitely want to see her when you're performing. She, You could tell she came up... Uh, under like an Iggy Pop style of rock yes, and roll. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. She and she's another one that like even not thinking of like visually seeing her when you listen to Yeah Yeah Yeah's mm-hmm. her voice there's so much personality in her voice. She, yes. These like little shrieks and mm-hmm. like the runs that she does. Right. You know that it's her. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Talking about okay talking about the 90s New York scene I want to give a shout out to Julian Casablancas from The Strokes just because his voice is butter mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. voice is butter it is. on it the is. fucking track it just is like and i've seen them live and i don't i wouldn't call him like great as far as just like his movements and thing i don't think he was that crazy but for the strokes music i think that he was the perfect voice for it okay so i gotta give him the shout out for that mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um i don't know who else to think about but i know in hindsight i'm gonna be like oh crap I know. I hate. I hate when that happens, especially because you know. Once we we might have a list before, but then when we start the podcast, we just start getting into it, and then mm-hmm. we get lost in what we're talking about. Yeah. So guys, definitely tell us who we're missing. I mean, mm-hmm. I still gotta bring up my number one, but like, mm-hmm. is there? Is there? There's gotta be other people we're gonna talk about. There definitely are other people. Um, band wise, though, I don't know. Like I could mention Bowie, but band wise, you know, I don't know. Right, because Bowie really is more Himself. of solo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't really think of the band. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's a good example. Because mm-hmm. obviously, as far as entertainment value, he's one of the best. Mm-hmm. But I don't really think of him as leading the band. I just think of it's it's everybody following him. Right, right. Which I guess is leading, but you know what I mean. It's but yeah, there's a difference. front man. Yeah, we got to yeah. see the same faces behind you all the time for a certain amount of years. That makes you the front man of the band. Yeah, basically. Should mm-hmm. we say? Should we say Bon Jovi? Yeah, John Bon Jovi is a great friend, man. Yeah. For, yeah, again, for I'm not saying he's my favorite necessarily. Right. But for what the band is, yeah. he is really the, a good person to be at the front there. And he yeah. has a great voice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely Everyone a great voice. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You can't you can't hate on the voice. No, 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 no. I'm not really into this band, but yeah, Gene Simmons is a great front man for his band. I'm not into this band. I hate that band. At all. The band we were referring to is Kiss, if you don't know. Yeah. Not a big fan, but sure. Good, yeah. good for him. Um... <laughs> Who else? Oh, should we do Hart? We didn't talk about Hart. Oh, yeah. We we can shout out Ann Wilson. And, yeah. And Nancy Wilson. Well, yeah, as, yeah so as the from front. Hart. Yeah. yeah. 
so from the band Heart, so Anne is the singer, and she has a crazy powerful voice, mm-hmm. and then Nancy is the guitar player, and she's the more wild one. Yes. So it does kind of seem like a co-front woman type yeah. thing there. Yeah. Because it also, yeah, I couldn't really imagine Heart with just either one of them. Right. It would have to be both of them. Yeah. Which is really a testament to both of them. Yeah. That they're able to still, you know, channel it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So shout out to them. It's like Aunt, Nancy dances when uh, Anne is breathing. It's like, yeah, I gotta take a yeah. breath between sentences. That's funny. <laughs> and their sisters, you know, they just pick up on each other really well. I literally would go through my Spotify right now, but my, my phone is over there. Uh-oh. So I literally can't even do it. Yeah. So I just go talk about the number one. Yeah, go for your number one. I mean, it's been... I just I thought about my playlist. That's why I looked over there. But, um, yeah. You can't um, really talk about rap as, like, front... Because it's, like, yeah, mostly the beat. You know exactly, what I mean? Like, yeah. Exactly. Because so. I would love to say Biggie, but... Right. It's just, it's a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who is this? Um, not Blue Oyster Co. Not uh, Steve Winwood, Frank. Um, no, man. Everybody else is, like... No, man. These are all bands, not front people. Yeah. I think we mentioned a lot of... I, I, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm there. We got enough females. What My mom always says there's this other thing. She's like, I got a black, a white, two Jews, and a cripple. <laughs> do we, do I, we have a cripple? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't know if we do. Um, We got David Byrne. He's... um. <laughs> He's not careful, but he's, um, he's autistic. autistic. Holy shit, that was so. I know that was that was so funny though. Oh, give me a sec. I'm sorry, that you're was red so now. Funny. That was so fucking funny. So we've mentioned a lot of people. Like we've been saying the whole time, we're definitely forgetting people. You know, we're in the moment trying to think about it. But now that we've gotten to this point, I do want to say who I believe is unequivocally the best front man of all time. Uh-huh. And he is in the room with us today. Mm-hmm. So everybody, please give a warm round of applause for Mr. Freddie Mercury. Ew. I think he I think he is absolutely, without a doubt, the greatest. I think it's Freddie and then everybody else in whatever order you want to put it. The thing is, like I said, the criteria at the beginning, he has all... He's the only person I think I've, we've spoke about that has every single criteria to attend. Yeah. Because he has one of the most amazing voices I've ever heard with mm-hmm. a huge range, mm-hmm. huge power, all that shit. Yeah. He's just entertaining to look at. With yeah. the whole thing with the mic stand, with the broken mic stand, it is... Mm-hmm. It's very operatic, the yeah. way that he, that he performs. And then... The crowd control mm-hmm. is unmatched. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just nobody that could control a crowd like him. Correct. And it's like the thing you just said that, hey, oh, mm-hmm. this is the thing. So we're talking about the live aid performance, which is the most le- one of the most legendary live performances in rock music. <laughs> and he does this thing where he basically does his vocal warmups with the crowd. Yeah. But the thing that I thought was so cool about it is like most front people would be like, okay, everybody, repeat after me. He didn't even have to do that. Right. Like you look at the footage, all he does, he just goes up to the front of the stage. He's like, and everybody knows what to do. (laughs) This crowd of thousands, thousands and thousands of people knew exactly what the fuck he was saying to do. Mm -hmm. He didn't have to give instructions. He just has this, this aura of just like, Everybody follow me. Yeah. Everybody listen to what I'm doing. Yeah. You'll pick up on it. You know you're cool when your name rhymes with ready. 
So. <laughs> Ready Mercury. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I mean, it's, it's, it's so un- undeniable. You look at any live footage of him, you can't take your eyes off him. He overshadows people with the band that are fucking amazing. Amazing artists, you know, amazing instrumentalists. And then we got to add that Freddie does play an instrument too very, very yeah. well. That kind of puts him higher up on the tier. True. And then who wears satin dressy jackets with track pants? Freddie does. That's the thing. It doesn't fucking matter because it's <laughs> Freddie Mercury and you're going to love it no matter what. And he is just the absolute legend. I mean, I don't, I don't, it would be really hard for anybody to ever top him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He definitely is up there. I just, it's just, it just depends who I'm feeling that day. I don't have necessarily a number, but he's definitely somebody that I think of. And if you made me choose five, he would definitely be one out of five. 100%. So biggest of shout outs to Freddie. Biggest of shout outs to all the people that we mentioned. Mm -hmm. Biggest of shout outs to all of you for being here. We appreciate you. Again, you know, leave a comment. Tell us what we missed. I'm sure you will. Um, Tell us if we should do a part two of this. If we missed enough people. Tell us if we made any mistakes. We appreciate it. If you like the podcast, check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Music Maniacs to support it so we can keep doing this. And that's pretty much it. That's it. Until next time. See you guys. We're Side After Dark, and we'll see you around.